right, left, right, left, marching, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, marching. When I wanna give it, feel like quitting. Something keeps living inside me, keeps yelling. Tell me, push on, push harder past the limit. It's no time for the giving and stick to it when I'm giving them. It's my all, and so they march for the sergeant. Ready to give it all up for the cause and just charge it. When I tell them to let it loose with the weapon, you blasting it down the mannequin, backing off what they never do. Never give up, not without a fight. Just to save a life, they would die, give their life. March, 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 march. What's going on, Warriors? I am Tim Lawson, host of Fuel for Warriors, ready for another inspiring conversation. This week, I'm going to be talking to Carl Churchill, the co-founder of Lock and Load Java. Of course, Fuel for Warriors is a collaboration between Lawson Entertainment and Lock and Load Java, and we're very excited about the direction that this program is about to take. In the future, we'll have a lot of great interviews for you. We'll have some deals that you can take advantage of at LockAndLoadJava.com, information on other programs from Lost Entertainment, and much, much more. For now, let's meet Carl Churchill, learn about the company of Lock and Load Java and the inspiration that came about when Carl and I decided to collaborate on this show. Enjoy. Watch. All right, uh, and for the introductory show of uh, Fuel for Warriors, the, the, the it's, it's so weird to say the name, Carl. I haven't, I haven't. It's the first <laughs> time I've said the name of the show. It's it's uh, awesome. It's man. so awesome. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, founder of Lock and Load Java, Mister Carl Churchill, sir. It's I'm so excited to be doing this show with you. Hey, it's great to talk to you again, brother. So you're an Army veteran. You own Lock and Load Java. Uh, you and I have collaborated in the past on Veteran Empire. Uh, but for people who are less familiar with yourself and myself as a, uh, as a podcast host, let's get into Lock and Load Java, maybe touch on your service a little bit, and sort of let the you know, our new listenership know sort of what's in store for Fuel for Warriors. So let's start with a little, let's start with, uh, a little bit about your, your service. Well, um, I uh, raised my right hand when I was 17, went in the Army as a private, um, ended up retiring about 21 years later as a, uh, as a lieutenant colonel, um, served both active duty and in the reserves. Um, I deployed many times, uh, met and married the love of my life. Um, she's the co-owner and co-founder of uh, Lock and Load Java, Lori Churchill. And uh, she was a military spouse with all the heartache and, uh, and um, excitement that that entails. Um, and, uh, you know, we decided that we were going to start this company together and we wanted it to be coffee for a cause and, and to give back, uh, to the military family and community. So, um, that's what we did. Uh, September 11th, 2010, we founded the company and it's been a wild, um, wild climb since then. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe uh, what's uh, what's what's a highlight from your from your career when you when you're talking about you know the good old days back in the army with your buddies or with uh, with other veterans? What's what's a story that always seems to come up for you? Well, um, you know, there's <laughs> as you know with veterans, there's lots of stories, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, some that some are awesome that, because they're awesome, and some of them are awesome because they're just so god awful. <laughs> that's exactly right. And some of them you certainly can't share on a podcast. Right. But um, 
I don't know. I mean, I think uh, for me, one of the best jobs I had um, in the military was when I was a company commander for a long range surveillance company. Um, and uh, the great story there was um, when I first um, was taking over command, you do this thing called a change of command inventory where you look at everything you're signing for. And I had a first sergeant, uh, Ian Brown, and um, Ian was a uh, I had just met him. I didn't know anything about him. This is a, you know, hard leg infantry um, position. And uh, I was a military intelligence officer. So it was highly unusual for me to be chosen um, as a company commander for this company. And uh, Ian and I were going through or, or I should say, um, First Sergeant Brown, after the military, we, we got to know each other on a first name basis. But so we were going through the inventory and, you know, he didn't have any of the, you know, the high speed uh, badges, He you know, Ranger School, Airborne, all those kinds of things. And for this type of unit, that was quite unusual to have an NCO, especially um, the First Sergeant in that, in that kind of situation. So I you know, I was, I was thinking, oh, great, you know, here I am an MI officer, I've got a first sergeant who's infantry, but he's just a line dog. And he's never been to any of these, uh, any of these high speed schools or in any high speed units. But over the course of doing it, I realized how squared away he was. And I said, listen, it doesn't matter. You know, he's, he's great. He's gonna be a great first sergeant. So on the day of the uh, of the change of command, we had this formal ceremony where they passed the flag and all that. And I walk up in my uniform and there's First Sergeant Brown and he's got his Ranger Battalion combat patch, his, you know, um, combat uh, airborne wings and, you know, all everything, his combat infantryman badge, all the stuff. And he kind of looked at me and smiled and he said, I wanted you to judge me on who I was and not, you know, what, what schools I'd been to or what units I'd been in. And it was a, it was a great lesson for me. And I, um, when I did my change of command uh, speech, the, the outgoing commander, you know, gave his rather lengthy speech while everybody was standing in formation. And I just got up and said, Hey, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm proud to be chosen to be company commander of this company, and I look forward to earning your respect. And I, that was the extent of my speech. So um, that was, that was, I think, a very um, high, high point. Um, being a company commander is probably the best job in the Army. Very cool. Let's get into into coffee, into lock and load Java. Talk about that aha moment that that you and Lori had. We were like, coffee. That's that's yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I you know, I, I deployed to Central America in the eighties, and I was here. I am in like some of the finest coffee country in the world, and you know, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, um, Costa Rica, and. Uh, you know, I'm drinking this god awful army coffee, um, <laughs> and you know, every time I was on deployment, you know, it was like it was 
a delivery system for caffeine and not much more. And so we'd heavily doctor it with sugar and creamer and all that stuff. And then Lori and I were stationed over in Europe and, you know, we started understanding cafe culture in Germany and in France and in Italy. And we started tasting great coffee. Lori's from the Pacific Northwest. I met her when I was stationed up there at Fort Lewis, Washington. And, um, and we came back to the States and, and started to see that whole coffee culture developing in the Pacific Northwest. And, um, you know, we, we just kind of had this aha moment. It's like, you know, the military, especially those people who are deployed, they need awesome coffee. They need to taste great coffee. And we want to become sort of the, you know, the local coffee roaster for the military, no matter where they are in the country or the world. And, you know, we want to give back by allowing deployed troops to taste really fantastic coffee. So that's what we did. Amazing. I'm a little, obviously I'm biased because uh, I've been working with you for a while. And um, so, uh, you know, I've been in the veteran space for quite a while in uh, in networking and reaching out and learning more about uh, other entrepreneurs and other uh, veterans and what they're doing. And But I don't feel like I've seen another veteran owned and veteran focused coffee company. Have you have you run across any others? Well, there are a few out there. And I think that a lot of um a lot of people are more focused on sort of having a local coffee shop and that kind of thing. I mean, I think, you know, over 60% of the country has a cup of coffee every day. So, and, and, and then the military is probably a higher percentage, um, especially for those over the age of 25. So I think that it's a natural fit veterans and coffee. And, you know, we, we hope that um, that will continue. I mean, I think infusing veterans and um, that kind of military experience and that focus and drive into any industry is a positive thing. I, I know even um, Starbucks um, has said that, you know, their intent is to hire as many veterans as possible to help grow their company. So, you know, I love seeing that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Howard, uh, was Howard Schultz is his name? Yeah. Um, just, you know, he has, has been partnering with Team Rubicon quite a bit in the past, uh, past year. So there's definitely uh, some connections being made between Starbucks and some amazing veteran organizations. So tell us, uh, you know, for the, again, you know, uh, there's probably quite a people who are, who are new to the brand, new, new to uh, Lock and Low Java. And I think one of the, one of the cooler parts of, of Lock and Low Java is the Coffee for Troops. Tell us about that program. Military-focused charities like Team Rubicon, like a lot of other great out there, and so we we donate a portion of profits back to to that. Um, The other thing we do is is the Coffee for Troops program. So uh, anybody who wants can buy a troop package either for a designated unit or they can send it to a random unit. Get you know units and individuals that sign up, and we'll we'll send it to them. Those packages are heavily discounted, um, and they come in twenty, fifty, a hundred, and two hundred and fifty dollar packages. We pay for all shipping to go over there, and we discount the coffee. So anybody who's deployed can can order those. Anybody who wants to send it to somebody who's 
deployed um, can do that. In addition to that, for every 20 bags of coffee that we sell, we send a bag overseas. Um, so, so we our Coffee for Troops program is both discount and we pay shipping and it's donated coffee that we send over. So, you know, people, people that want to support coffee for a cause and believe in a good cause and believe in supporting the military and the troops, that's, you know, we want to give them a way to do that, to have great coffee and support a great cause. Yeah. So where, uh, so that uh, that coffee that you send down range, where is that going right now? Well, right now it's mostly going to um, Afghanistan, but in the past we've sent it, you know, to um, Iraq, Afghanistan, the whole, um, you know, United Arab Emirates, any of the um, Air Force and Navy units that are operating out of those bases, um, some to the Horn of Africa. Um, We also send uh, quite a few packages to um, SEAL, Ranger, and SF teams, and a lot of times we don't know exactly where they're at, so we we send it to a central location, then it's um, sent to them. Um, so yeah, we're we're sending it all over the world. That's very cool, very cool. So you and I, uh, you know, we collaborated on the Veteran Empire podcast. I've since uh, stepped away from that, and you and I agreed that uh, Fuel for Warriors would be a very cool show to do. Uh, we set the premise of uh, talking with veterans and athletes and other people that resonate with being a warrior. And of course, veterans are like almost like the first things that come to my mind when I think of warriors. What is what is being a warrior mean to you either personally or just what do you think of when you envision a warrior yeah you know um that's that's one of the things that you know i i'm glad you brought that up because although our focus is veterans and and the military there's a lot of people that support those um, those individuals. And, you know, we, we are committed to um, discounts for the military, but we're also adding a discount for first responders, um, EMT, firefighters, um, our law enforcement officers, um, and we'll be rolling that out in the coming year. Um, but, you know, to me, really being a warrior is serving others. You know, it's about honor. It's about um, doing the right thing. It's it's not it's not about you know it, it, it's not about being a badass in the way that you know people think about that. Like a warrior is a big tough guy. Right. A lot of times they are, but I mean, a teacher can be a warrior. It's being committed to serving others. Really, I think is that sort of warrior mentality, and and somebody who um you know understands honor and lives their life with honor and 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 that means not quitting when it's tough and and not shying away from doing things that are unpopular or or um or or hard you know so so i i see that um that warrior mentality it's what i've tried to instill in both my kids and um in in anybody who you know whether i'm i'm coaching kids um or, you know, acting as a mentor to others. Um, I always always come back to that um, commitment to a warrior lifestyle and a warrior mentality. Do you, this, is, this is a uh, totally random question. Do you have a favorite warrior movie? Like if you, uh, <laughs> 300 is the first thing that comes to my mind, but that fits more into the, like the warrior of like badassery. Um, yeah. do, do you have, do you have like uh, some sort of media, whether it's like a book or a movie or something that, uh, that encompasses your idea of warrior? 
Well, you know, I mean, there there are a lot of great ones out there. I do. Um, I have to admit, you know, I, I like Last of the Mohicans. That's a great uh, movie. Yeah. Um, and and I, I've always had an affinity for um, Native American culture in in the United States. Um, I had a grandfather um, who was part Comanche, and I. You know, I I I really enjoy history, military history, and reading about about you know that uh, everything from Vietnam to the Civil War to um, the Lewis and Clark expedition. I mean, I I love the um, if you read Undaunted Courage is a great book about the Lewis and Clark expedition, and those guys were true warriors. I mean, they were both um, sort of military veterans, but you know, they were adventurers and, and that adventurous spirit, that sense of, um, you know, wanting to serve and wanting to, to do things that are bigger than yourself, you know, I, I, that really resonated with me. So I, you know, I love all those. Absolutely. So Carl, the, uh, before, uh, before we dismiss you, there's, there's two questions that I, that I have to ask you. And it's the same, it's the same two questions I'm going to be asking all of my guests here on Fuel for Warriors, uh, whether directly or indirectly. These are two, two ideas I want to make sure that every guest brings to the table. So the first one is what, what are some challenges you still find yourself dealing with on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Ones that like you prepare for and that you, uh, that you, you find yourself getting better at each time time around well i think one is um is just you know communication i think you know communicating why people should buy from us as a company why it matters how you spend your money you know i, I we're not going to be the cheapest coffee out there if you want that you know look for the folger sale or whatever but you know communicating the value of of you know, it's kind of like if you sell mattresses, you know, that's one of those things. It's like, hey, I am willing to spend a lot of money on a mattress because it really impacts my life. Yeah. Coffee definitely impacts my life. Yeah. So, you know, things that impact your daily life, like, um, you know, buying a, a mattress, um, you know, if you if you go cheap and, and you um, don't get a good one, then you wake up grumpy, you don't sleep as well, you're not as well rested, you know, it, it, it impacts your life. And so, you know, I'm I'm constantly striving to communicate the value of our company, um, communicate my values to others. Um, I think, you know, it's it's something that uh, you have to keep at. You get better at it with practice. But I think, um, you know, accurately communicating your values, your thoughts um, and the values of the company and, and, and the um, ethics and and morals and principles that you believe in, that that's always a challenge. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, so is there something that you've that you do to try to overcome that challenge um, or are you, are you are you getting better at it? <laughs> I think. Yeah, I mean, I think you do. I, I, I think listening is actually the best way to communicate well, because when you think you've communicated and then you shut up and you listen and th- what you're hearing back, you realize that you didn't communicate it quite as well as you thought you did. Yeah, that helps you. I, I, I think. 
you know, to be a better communicator, you have to be a better listener. So I, I strive, um, you know, I, I have a tendency to monopolize a conversation to, you know, jump in there and try and communicate. And I've learned to sit back and listen more. And the more I listen and let other people talk, I think the better I get at communicating. Yeah, very cool. So the, the, the second question, and, and both of these are, are, they're the foundation for the idea of fuel for warriors, right? What challenge, uh, what challenges you face? And then the second question, uh, what ultimately inspires you? What is your fuel? Yeah, so, you know, for me, it is seeing other people of principle and honor, you know, I mean, and, and it, those don't have to be grand things. It's, um, you know, it's it's the person who, you know, allows somebody to go in front of them at the grocery store because they only have one item. Um, you know, those that that being a person of principle and honor who isn't just solely focused on themselves on, you know, their lives and putting as much money in their pocket as possible. And, you know, this whole worship of comfort that we have as a society bothers me. And I think it bothers a lot of people. And I think that when you realize that, you know, it's, yeah, it's nice to have a new car, um, a nice car, whatever, but really what matters in life is, is, you know, living life of of principle, living a life of honor, making a difference, serving others. So the, the, that really motivates me when I see that, particularly among young people who are getting it early in life. And, and you know, everybody bemoans the younger generation, but I'll tell you, I see a lot of positive things happening with them. I, I see young veterans who, you know, are living that life of principle and honor. I see young people that are rejecting some of the norms that, you know, the older generation followed, like, you know, buy the big house, buy the big car. And they're saying, you know, that's not important to me. So I get I get very inspired and motivated when I meet people in other companies or nonprofits or whatever that are um, focused on what I, what I feel are are the right things in life. Absolutely, very cool. Carl Churchill, founder of Lock and Load. I should say co-founder. I don't want to steal anything from Lori's uh, yeah. Lori's glory yeah. here. I uh, co-founder right. Lock and Load Java. I'm I'm really grateful that that you and Lori have both you know trusted me in the, in this show and saw the vision that I had for it. I'm really excited to move forward. I already have some really cool interviews lined up with some represent representation from Team Rubicon. We mentioned them earlier, and you know, we got a, got a couple athletes. The, the founder of the Heroes Project is looking to come on. So uh, already some very cool Great. guests lined up to join me here on Fuelful Warrior. So, Carl, thank you so much for coming on and ta- talking to us about Lock and Load Java. And I know we'll hear more from you in the future. Thanks, Tim. We look forward to it. All right, Warriors, I hope that you are just as excited as I am to get this show underway tomorrow. I'll be talking to Marine veteran and Medal of Honor recipient Kyle Carpenter. It's one of my best interviews. I'm very proud to say that. I'm very confident in saying that. I hope that you enjoy it. Be sure to stay tuned. Blogtalkradio.com slash Fuel for Warriors is where you can check out that episode once it releases. We'll be in iTunes very, very soon. I'm Tim. On behalf of Carl and Lori and the rest of us here at Lock and Java, I'll see you tomorrow. Left. 
right, left, right, left, right, left, marching, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, marching. When I wanna give it, feel like quitting. Something keeps living inside me, keeps yelling. Tell me, push on, push harder past the limit. It's no time for the giving and stick to it when I'm giving them. It's my all, and so they march for the sergeant. Ready to give it all up for the cause and just charge it. When I tell them to let it loose with the weapons, you blasting it down the mannequin, backing off what they never do. Never give up, not without a fight. Just to save a life, they would die, give their life. March, march, march.